You're listening to Wall of WWE, a WWE podcast. Hey guys, thank you for tuning into World of WWE, a WWE podcast. I'm Ant, and I'm joined by my co-host today. What's up, guys? It's Dan. What's up, guys? It's Carlos. And today we are coming at you with our Monday Night Raw, January 25th, 2021 recap. Um... On the deck for the night, it was the Raw Women's Champion Asuka defending her title against Alexa Bliss. WWE Champion Drew McIntyre returned to come face-to-face with Oldberg. I mean Goldberg. Um, and yeah, there is a lot of other... I don't think really anything else... Oh, there's the gauntlet that was um, mentioned. The gauntlet match between Riddle and the Hurt Business. And everything else was just not planned and we just saw it live. So... We start off the night with Drew McIntyre. He comes down to the ring. Um, he gives the speech about how, you know, he appreciates it. He appreciates all the love he got during his COVID time. Um, and he talks about Goldberg's career, how he was just undefeated. Miz and Morrison came down and they started making fun of Drew McIntyre and Goldberg. That's when Goldberg came down and I think he speared Miz. And I think Drew McIntyre hit Morrison with a Claymore. And then the two, McIntyre and Goldberg, kind of like face each other off. What did you guys think of this? I thought it was a good way to kind of, because like you said, the Miz and Morrison came out. It kind of gives, it kind of gives you the hint that, you know, Miz could actually cash in and, you know, maybe not have a terrible ending with Goldberg winning the championship. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I hope he doesn't win, guys. I really hope. I, I think everybody doesn't want him to win. Nobody wants him to win, but ex- everybody except Vince. Everybody except Vince. Vince is like, oh, yeah, he's such a superstar. We gotta put that title on him, damn it. Yeah, I think he likes to look this at the I southern region. The they want him to do it is because they want somebody to connect with the older fans, but the older fans don't even want Goldberg. Nobody wants him. Now, if it was Stone Cold, it'd be a hundred percent complete different yeah, story. It was like someone like Stone yeah. Cold, that's yeah. Story. yeah, yeah, really nothing much to talk about here. Just another promo of preparing for the Royal Rumble. Um, yeah, go ahead. Does help a little bit, I guess. Yeah. You yeah. know, I thought I thought it was a good segment too. I mean, I was really happy to see Drew back. Mm-hmm. Just whatever Miz comes out, he everything. <laughs> I came to play. I think what would have been cool, what they could have done, is if, like, you know, they could have said, oh, yeah, he has COVID. And then when they get to the Royal Rumble, they could have been like, is he going to be here? Is he not going to be here because of COVID? We will have to wait and find out. Yeah. That would have been cool. That would have been good. That would have been a cooler way to do it. But, of course, they didn't do it. Because what the fuck would they do? They are silly. So then we go on and we see the women's tag champion, Charlotte Flair. She's taking on Shayna Baszler, who is accompanied by Nia Jax. During this match, we find out that Asuka and Charlotte will be defending their titles against Shayna and Nia at Royal Rumble. A lot of matches, it seems like, this year. Um, So Charlotte, before the match, she's talking backstage and she calls herself the queen. And she knows Lacey's intentions. Um, and that Charlotte Claire carries the name Flair. 
During the match, Nia hit Charlotte with a leg drop. Lacey ran down to attack Charlotte, and then Mandy and Dana ran down to help Charlotte. Then we go to a break, and then we see a six-woman tag match. Charlotte Flair, Dana Brooke, and Mandy Rose against Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, and Lacey Evans. Charlotte's team gets the win by countout. The match was restarted, and then Nia won with a lay drop. Oh, this match was like, this whole entire women thing was like 40 minutes. The landing Dana Brooke took because of Nia. Mm-hmm. I was about to mention that. Yeah, that that was a devastating impact. She took her, like, her head. She legitimately got injured. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm like, is she okay? Yeah. I think I'm not someone to censor people, but Nia really has to get it together now. I mean, I, it, One thing, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you're fine. Why WWE keeps her around? Like literally, she injured. I think she injured our truth when he was going into the Royal Rumble in 2019. She injured. She almost injured Dana. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Go back. She injured our truth. Yeah. She actually got a concussion when she slammed in the LED. Yo, our truth got beat up by Nia. Ten bucks on Nia Jax, man. Yo, I ain't fucking with Nia Jax, man. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut and keep it moving. Yeah, don't fuck with Nia Jax. Yo, fucking Nia Jax against R Truth at WrestleMania 30, 30 uh, 49. The rematch. Okay. Well, you know what? She's like, she's like the modern day Ryback, I swear. She's yeah. Like a woman version of Ryback. Yeah, I really liked her at first because she was different, but I feel like they're not really doing much with her. Like, I think at this point, I know a lot of people will disagree with me, but she should have held the women's title a little bit longer if they wanted to advance her further because she doesn't, she's a big girl and she does look tough, but like having her lose and not really be dominant is. I don't know. Well, the one thing that um, I don't people want to like reading about it, and Nia is just like, oh, you people complain too much. And that's not a good thing. That's not the heat that you want. She's a heel. But mm-hmm. She's not getting the heat that she actually should be getting. Yeah. That's the big thing I have with her, you know? Yeah, no, I agree with you. Carlos, were you saying something? You know, so I was, I was give her, like, some credit. Because if it wasn't for her, I feel like probably wouldn't have been the man. You're right. You're right. You're right. That hey, you know, I gotta cheers to you as I get my drink right now. My Arizona watermelon fruit juice cocktail. (laughs) Drink Arizona. Um, yes, you're right, because she did, you know. You're right. I mean, well, listen, our truth should have been saying that from the beginning because he was a man. He got a fucking concussion. Jesus Christ. All right. Did you, like, not know about that? No, I had no idea. That's why when you said that, I started cracking up because I'm just imagining our truth getting fucked up by Nia Jax. Out every yeah. Orange comes out of nowhere in RKO's, and that was one of my favorite moments from that Rumble. Easy. She, she freaking clotheslines all the and he freaking turned inside out. Damn. All right, back to Raw. Things happen that year. 
it's just funny because I mean, like you, you didn't expect our truth to be taken out by Nia, and then boom, she's in the Rumble match. She was, she's like the third woman being a mentor in a Rumble match. Yeah. Because let's see, we have China, we have Beth Phoenix, and now Nia Jax. Yeah, Nia Jax is a monstrosity. But yeah. back to Raw. So, how do you, Musta, Mustafa? Mustafa, is that how they say it now, Mustafa? No, Mustafa, I believe. No, but they, they changed the way they pronounce it, because I thought it was Mustafa too, but they call him Mustafa. Mustafa? No, it's the Mustafa. Mustafa. I, I, I don't know. Mustafa, I don't know. The stupidest fucking names that you can't even pronounce. Quick side story. There was a girl that I taught one year. Her name, her, the way you spelt her name was A-A. And her name was Adasha. Wow. So. That's Must- got to be confusing. So Mustafa Ali. <laughs> he cuts a promo. Wait, <laughs> When he first came out, he was Mustafa Ali. Then they cut yeah, Mustafa and called him Ali. Ali. Yep, and now he's back and is Mustafa. Um, Mustafa, I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Mustafa. I'm telling you, dude. I thought that too, but because what happened was somebody called him that, and a fan called out the announcer and said it's pronounced Mustafa, and then Mustafa was like, "No, it's Mustafa." Wow. <laughs> I'm telling you, I thought it was Mustafa too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Next time you'll be able to hear it now because you'll be looking for it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Right? So Ali cuts a promo and he's talking about how he's upset that Kofi Kingston stole his spotlight two years ago. Then we see it. Think about it. If that didn't happen, then Kofi Mania would have never happened. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of taking credit for it a little bit. Yeah, but but to be devil's advocate, what about Kofi Kingston? Kofi Kingston was in the same spot. Exactly. Exactly. I think I listen. I feel the same way, Carlos. You feel, but I also feel the same way about Kofi Kingston. Can like, I ask one question: Why did they wait so long to do this when they could have done it when he first came back? I'm sorry, that makes no damn sense. I agree why too. So long. Here is my question about this whole retribution thing: Is I feel well, not question my comment on it. I think they've had so many different directions. I think they initially brought them to compete against the Dark Order in AEW. And then they realize that, well, there's really nothing to compete with because the storyline's corny and it's just like, what do we do? So they get rid of one of the Mercedes Martinez, so she's out. Then you have them all dressed up in the weird fucking faces. And now we're finding out that the reason why Ali is pissing and starting this whole thing up is because he got screwed over. Which they... But the problem was... If that was the whole thing, then why were the other wrestlers being like, well, we got held back at NXT and done it? Like, I understand maybe their whole thing is they're mad in their placement, but I don't know. I think you're right, Dan. They should have given us that when he came back. They they revealed themselves too early. They should have waited a little bit longer to do it, you know? Exactly. I agree. So we then go to the match. 
Xavier Woods defeats Slapjack with T-Bar, Mace, and Ali. He gets the win after a Shining Wizard. After the match, Retribution attacks Xavier Woods, and they continue to trash talk Kofi Kingston, and they wish him well. Really not much to talk here again, guys. I mean, unless you guys have something to say. I mean, it was just a basic match. Really. Um, I'm happy that Xavier Woods finally got a win. I, I, knew that the, I knew that he was going to win the match, but I just feel like he just has, like left the ring before any of them got it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, but Mustafa Ali got something coming to him when Kofi comes back. Kofi's not thinking that shit. Mm. Carlos is fucking Kofi's manager, and he's ready for it. He's the next Paul he's Heyman. No, I like Kofi too. I like Kofi too. I like Kofi. I just well, we'll get into this another time. Hold on. All right. So Riddle and our truth are talking backstage, really just you know joking moments. Then we go to VIP lounge with MVP. Um, I don't know if anyone wants to take over. It was just MVP bragging. I'm I'm assuming about the hurt business. Yeah, they were just bragging like. Like, you know how, like, the past couple weeks they had some uh, little issues between, between them, you know? And then, uh, uh well, so basically, uh, on day awarding, they all had gold. They, they awarded MVP the nice-ass freaking necklace that said, like, MVP on it. Mm-hmm. So he has the gold, too. Did he get to have one like this, though? Yeah, he, he used to have, have one back in the day. And then, uh, then our artists came back to see thought that they were doing a surprise birthday party for him. He came up to the ring and he and he just got it. He was like, "Yeah, get it, get it." Oh my bad, oh my bad. Please tell me you did that. <laughs> he was like, "No, no." He he just he just went into the ring and then and uh wait did he? I don't remember. Um, I think he. I think I think wait, wait, he didn't get into the ring. He like got close to it and then Riddle attacked the attack. Um, he need um. Oh, they missed I love how you guys were able to. We're having a full on conversation about this corny ass segment. Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. And he walked. that's how the segment finished. And I think that's what led to the match. I think Riddle was having a gauntlet match, a gauntlet match later in the day. Mm. Yeah, I just wasn't feeling it. Oh, <laughs> that's I, fun. I love our dreams, though. I really love Anything they give him, they will make any of the most championship rates in the whole WWE. I love our truth he definitely brings a good sense of humor, but at this point, what's how is he ever going to be taken seriously now? Like, he's yeah, never. Yeah, you got to be there, but once. I do like him. This ever done was like I want to say it was like 2015, the Survivor Series, where they're like having a promo saying who's gonna win the championship, and our truth comes out like at Survivor Series, I'm gonna win the WWE Championship, and he wasn't even in the tournament. Yeah, like he definitely is funny. I was, I was, I saw the way he stays, he stares straight into the camera. I couldn't take him seriously. Like his face is just like. Like, just staring into the camera so serious. Like, oh my, I just started cracking up. Like, what are you doing? Yes, R-Truth. Okay, so, <laughs> I'm like, let's move on. Now we're on to... Yeah, I know, gosh. We're having a 10-hour conversation about fucking the VIP lounge. MVP is going to be happy somewhere. Okay. John Morrison takes on Sheamus. Sheamus wins the match. 
What do you guys think? Yeah. Finally, Famous got a win. I feel like that. I feel like they really did him dirty with that freaking football one match. I didn't like that. Sheamus has not been dominant as he used to be in years prior. Yeah, I I didn't really like him at first because he beat John Cena and John Cena was my freaking favorite. But then he grew on me. When he won the World Heavyweight Championship and then he like showed how good he was. They used to make him this big threat like when he had the Money in the Bank contract and everything. But that was just like... Why am I taking him seriously? And then the League of Nations form and then just like yeah. I really like the theme song though for the League of Nations. Mm. So after Sheamus wins, yes, Sheamus did look dominant in this match. We then move on to a handicap match like they've been doing for the past three weeks. So, Guys so just one question. Um, this is not it's not in regards to this, but uh you guys remember the League of Nations when uh Wade Barrett was barely ever like defeated the yes. match? Like you know you know why was that? I was flopping to like like 2016, 2015, 2016. Stupid. They gotta leave League of Nations in 2015 and we're moving on to 2021. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. <laughs> I'm the train conductor today. I feel like I'm at work. Let's go. Okay. All right. All right. We got this. We're moving along. We got this, guys. Let's get let's get to I don't know what, there's a handicap match, John Morris and The Miz, they take on Sheamus, and they get the win after Miz hits Sheamus with a skull-crushing finale. Again, they've been doing this, like, for, like, three weeks now, where, oh, gee, let's have the same wrestlers fight for, like, 40 minutes. Like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> why do they keep restarting matches? I'm over it. But, what do you guys think? Yeah, that's, I don't know. WWE's going in a weird direction with that. For sure. And then... The Nature Boy, Ric Flair, woo! He's backstage, and um, I think Lacey Zevin, he's teaching her, like, some moves and how to, like, counter holes and stuff. Charlotte comes in, Lacey backs off. Um, she mentions about how Ric Flair used to pay money just for other people. Like, he spent money on other women, not on her, his family. Um, she tells him that you went from a legend to an old man. That's when Lacey Evans attacks Charlotte. And um, Lacey and Ric Flair walk over Charlotte and leave. Um, yeah, more of the Anna Nicole Smith dating an 80-year-old man. The MILF. The, the GILF. The granddad I'd like to. You know what. So what do you guys think? Eh. I mean, I'm not really a big fan of Lacey Evans and Ric Flair setting, to be honest. Yeah. It it's strange. <laughs> I mean, there's really... <laughs> But it is at this point. Like, we can't really do anything about it. I mean, it's just stupid. Yeah. Like, I don't understand what the point of this is, but I guess we'll have to wait and see what the payout for it is. I hope it's better than what they have now. God, they do something else stupid. Yeah, I don't know why they keep pushing Lacey Evan, guys. Like, she had to... Don't get me wrong, but they're not using her correctly. I think she had terrible matches against Becky Lynch in 2019, though. So it's just like, why are you continuing to push her again? Like, let somebody, like, how about Alexa Bliss? The thing is, 
Rashidi had chemistry with her. I mean, you got to give her a better chance. Yeah, but I just great storylines like they're not giving her, they're not using her correctly yet again. Like, she was better in NXT. I just don't. I just think they should use her a little bit differently than what they're doing. What they're I doing. agree. When she was NXT, she was like, she used to dress up like in like 40s kind of fashion, I guess. And like, she was all about being in the army and being all like, you know, but now it's just sassy Southern Bale. And it's just like, it's so annoying. Okay. Now, I feel like every time they bring a NXT superstar in the main roster, they just ruin them. Yeah, it's bad. So we move on to our next match. AJ Styles with Omis is taking on, obviously, Carlos and Dan's favorite wrestler, R-Truth. <laughs> no, I like AJ Styles more than R-Truth. I, I like R-Truth. Nah, but AJ Styles. But here's what I liked. No little fact. Back in the day, before TNA became Impact Wrestling, they were known as NWA TNA. And they debuted in 2002. And AJ Styles and R-Truth, his name used to be Ron Killings. They had some really good matches. So it was cool for me because I remember seeing them in NWA TNA fighting. So I was like, okay, this is a nice pairing. I was like, all right, cool. And that's why I like. I hope that they keep making R-Truth a little bit more serious in the ring. Um, they had a good match, I thought. Um, Styles won with a phenomenal forearm, I think, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, perfect. So, what do you guys think? I mean, at least they put them in a high-profile match and actually use them better. Exactly. Exactly. What do you I think, think, Carlos? Really good. I, I, I thought you. I thought it was like a hard, hard, hard always has a potential to be good. Never used it. You know. Yeah. Yep. So then we move right along to Alexa's playground, and she's you know talking again to the the. Freaking, what is that she's in? She's in a, um, the fuck? She's on a swing. <laughs> she on? She's on a swing and she's talking to the swing next to her and just going blah, blah, blah on about winning the women's title, whatever. Um, and I love Alexa Bliss, but we'll get more into her later on. Um, we then see the gauntlet match. Riddle takes on the Hurt Business. I'm not going to go over every match. The last match, Riddle won. He defeated Shelton Cedric Alexander after a roll-up. After the match, Bobby Lashley ran down. He attacked Riddle, and then he applied the hurt lock on Riddle. What did you guys think? I mean, why? I, I get what they did. It was okay, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Riddle finally got to like fight the U.S. championship. It was a good, it was, that was a long, that was a long fight though. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, you know, I like Riddle. Um, the Hurt Business has definitely grown on me. Like, when they first came out, I was not a fan. But over the last couple of months, I've started to enjoy their work. Um, yeah, I just, I feel like every week Bobby Lashley puts Riddle in the Hurt Lock and, like, that's it. You know, it's like, okay. Um, I'm like, all right, this is okay. Yeah. And uh, next up is a moment that I uh, knew about before actually watching. <laughs> yes, and my favorite moment of Monday Night Raw. Um, we see a promo from Edge, and he's in the ring. And pretty much, just getting straight to it, he talked a, a lot more, but he announced that he will be entering the 2021 Men's Royal Rumble match. 
I am beyond excited for that. What do you guys think? I am, I am pumped for that. I, I'm so excited to see Edge in another match. I, I thought, you know, oh crap, he's probably going to be done forever now. He doesn't want to take another risk. But I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I was wrong, and I'm glad I was wrong, to be honest with that. Yeah, How about you, Carlos? Last year, no crowd, but you know he got I mean, he got what he wanted last year. Now this year, it's just exactly win the whole damn thing. Yep. Yeah, need to have Edge win another Rumble. But guys, guys, get this ready. Here's something good to think about. So whether or not he wins the Rumble or not, you already know he's fighting at WrestleMania unless he gets injured, and there will be fans in attendance. Some, so you know. We're going to get something. We're going to get some kind of payoff, and he will too, so I'm happy. I mean, they have good matches, don't get me wrong, but I don't want to see Edge go against someone like AJ Styles or something. Like, oh, something. Dan. Or maybe Roman Reigns. F, listen. Uh, I think Roman Reigns would be an okay match, I guess. Listen. I I like that Carlos too, but let me tell you, if they had Adrian Edge, I'd be like, yo, fuck everybody, I'm in or, this. Or, or Seth Rollins versus Edge. Oh, yeah, so Seth Rollins. Uh, even Seth, like I like Seth, but the, you can't, in my opinion. Listen, I'm sorry, Carlos. Carlos, I will definitely watch. I will order the pay per view. I will be into it. But for me, just because AJ Styles has just been doing this for so long, and he is phenomenal, I like Rollins, but I'm more. I really want to see what Styles and Edge can do together. I really just yeah, want to see that. Like, if you remember correctly, they could go with the whole thing where Edge uh, broke AJ Styles' shoulder when he speared him in the Royal Rumble. That could mm-hmm. start something. Or even it could be like while you were the main dude in WWE. I was the main dude in TNA. So now we're going to see who really is the, the best of the best. Yep. But, Carlos, I'm buying your pay-per-view. I'm watching Reigns versus Edge. I'm watching Rollins versus Edge. And I'm going to get into it, okay? I mean, he is a superstar, so I mean, can we really... No, he really is. He's going to have great matches with everybody. I'm telling you. This is Edge's year. You Edge heard it first. Edge can have a good match with anybody. I really feel that. Edge can have a good match with anybody if he has chemistry. If mm-hmm. they have chemistry, you're going to see a damn good match. I'm excited, guys. So now we're here for everyone, what the time everyone came for, the Raw Women's Championship. Asuka is defending her title against Alexa Bliss. It was a very good match. Again, we're getting more of a story here. And I don't know if you guys caught this. I'm going to give you my impression, and then you tell me your impression. So Alexa's fighting, and then she the lights go out, and she's dressed in her her like former ring attire, which she used to wear with Nikki Cross. And she's crying. And um, she looks confused. And then the lights go back off. Music plays. And she's in her like I'm gonna call I'm gonna call this the fiend attire, okay? She's in her fiend attire and she's doing the weird like crab like look thing, the backward look thing from the corner. And then Rainy Warren comes behind her, hits her with an RKO, um, and he has these like red markings on his face. So before we get into Randy and the match, 
whatever. But the main story here is what happened during the match. When I saw Alexa crying, I said to myself, I hope the storyline is that she is stuck. She is possessed by this person and she cannot escape it. And I really thought that was interesting. And I was not thinking they were going to go into that direct. I knew that that obviously was what was going on. But I wasn't sure that was the direction they were going into. And I really like that they dropped this so subtly. And what I mean by that is that normally with WWE, they'll have a character. Fuck, like, I feel like they reveal their cards too early on, WWE. They're waiting a bit, you know? We saw the Transformance. We saw, you know, the Transformation Transformers. Oh, my gosh, the Transformation. <laughs> and then we saw... Um, Gosh, I don't even know what I'm talking about, guys. The Transformers. That was terrible. <laughs> um, but anyways, that's just what I think. I think that was cool. What did you guys think? Yeah, I know. Sorry, Carl, I'll let you go first. It was, it was, it was definitely, I could definitely agree with you with that. Um, when, she, when she turned into her goddess sometimes, it's like, I think it was like, she's just like, her, her real self is still out there, but she's deep inside. Mm-hmm. You know? And then, like, she's, like, I guess trying to find a way back to getting to there, you know? Yep. No. But, You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm excited to see where this is going to take us. I, I'm sorry. I was no, go that. ahead. Go I, ahead. Because I didn't get to share my thoughts about Go ahead. I, I definitely agree with you on that, Carlos. I was... I, I also am impressed with Alexa's acting. Like you would really believe that she's stuck in this whole hypnosis thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, okay, this is getting interesting. And my my thought process is, okay, so I have a feeling that all 